Well, hello. Uh, welcome to the first episode of our podcast here at Michigan International Prep School. Uh, my name is Eric Van Houten. I am your host and I am a mentor here at MIPS. Um, and for our first episode, we are bringing out the big guns. Here with me today uh, is the superintendent of Michigan International Prep School and of American International Prep School and owner uh, of the parent companies to those in a larger um, corporation, I guess, can we say that, of Reimagine Education, uh, Mr. Drew Holbert. Drew, how are we doing today? Excellent. And thank you so much for having me today. Uh, I'm very excited to share some of the opportunities and stories that we've found over the years and uh, looking forward to it. Perfect. That's awesome. And one thing that's going to be uh, very apparent to our listeners um, is just how passionate Drew is about what he does, right? You work more than any of us, probably most of us combined. Um, you love students. And I think um, if anything's apparent to me is that you care a lot about not just the success of our students, but the well-being of our students. That's that's big here. Um, so today we're kind of taking MIPS as a whole, um, some big picture stuff, and that's why why you're here. You can talk specifics, but also big picture stuff. Um, but I want to talk about what makes MIPS unique, um, where we are succeeding, where, where we are extraordinary, um, and how really we can and are changing lives and, and changing and um, reimagining is a, is a good word, right, of, of education, especially here in Michigan. So uh, I've got a couple questions for you. Um, hopefully these aren't too difficult, but my very first question is, um, how would you describe MIPS and how we operate and what we do? So I'm going to go back to kind of the statement you just said in, in my passion. Um, the passion that I have is for people. Um, it's, it's more about a service. I get the opportunity to use education to do that service. Um, but for me, it's really uh, touching lives and having the opportunity to, to make life better for anybody that comes in contact with us. Um, and we've hired individuals throughout the organization that have the same drive, same mission, same passion uh, for individuals. Um, so everything that we build and describe, design, and budget for is how do we impact kids? Who is our, our end person, and how do we best serve what their, what their needs are? Uh, we are a school that believes we, there's no two students that are the same, um, and we shouldn't put them on the same pathway then. We should find what makes them tick, what makes them passionate, um, and really help them achieve what they're, what they're hoping the rest of their life looks like. I love that. So, um, as a, as a school, right, classes wise, online school, we're obviously not, um, sitting at desks with a teacher, um, facing us where we can raise our hands and things like that. And we have mentors, not just teachers. So, um, how would you describe kind of the, the operation of school? How do we do school here at MIPS? Boy, that's, that's an excellent question because how we do school changes every day. Um, every day we have the opportunity to innovate, engage, and, and get better at what we do. Um, when I was a high schooler, I'm just going to take us on a quick little story side. Uh, when I was a high schooler, I spent um, years, my four years in high school not loving what I was doing. Um, I played sports. I enjoyed friends. But when it came time to be there at 7 a.m., sit in a row and, and raise my hand, it just didn't fit my style. Uh, I'm a lifelong learner, but that type of learning just didn't fit who, who I was. Um, and it wasn't until my second year of college that I realized I actually had the abilities to, uh, to, 
to get advanced degrees and, and um, eventually getting a degree to teach chemistry. And so um, I wanted to that opportunity to, to get back into the classroom to say, how can I make this better for kids that were like me? Um, and I found out pretty quickly that, that I needed to innovate beyond the classroom. Um, and so I had the opportunity to do some innovation outside of the classroom. Um, and then we got to a point where I thought I had, I had given all I could give to an innovative traditional district. Um, and we felt that it was time we needed to branch out and allow the innovation to go even further. And so your question is, how do we operate as school? Um, each child comes to us with unique needs, unique experiences. Um, but every one of them has made a choice made a choice to leave their current school and choosing to go to a new school. So what are they looking for? What do they want? They want service. They want us to answer the phone when we when they call. They want us to respond to emails in a timely fashion. And they want us to grade fairly, give academics that are engaging, and really hold their child accountable for the academics while still loving them through the process. And so in the, our K-5 world, uh, we really work really close with our parents. Um, we know that if you're a virtual student in a kindergarten through fifth grade world, mom and dad play a big part in that. Mm -hmm. And so we, we like to say we, we mentor the parents and teach the children um, because it really requires. And so many of our mentors at, at that elementary age are, um, are parents of their own that have possibly done this. Um, I know last year I was able to enroll my daughter as a kindergartner here. Um, and it was a learning curve for, for our, our family as well. Um, and so it's not easy, but that's why it requires um, us to get in, involved and make it engaging and easier for parents to be successful here. Um, in our 612 world, we're really getting more to the core of what a student believes and what they believe they want to do. If they want to be an artist, we want to give them every tool uh, to get there. If they want to be an engineer, we want to find the early college or the college that will partner with us so that they, when they leave here, they have the college credits to get them started on that road. Um, and so, really, we're trying to be unique for unique kids. I love that. And I love that line that you said right at the beginning there, that no two students are the same, mm. right? So, yeah. if they change, if they're different we change and we, yep. we serve them differently. So you, you touched on this a lot uh, there then, but how would you say, or why would you say MIPS is unique in that fashion? I know you, you touched on that a little bit, yeah. but there are other online schools, but also why are we extraordinary? Oh, I love the word extraordinary. <laughs> so there, there are a lot of online schools that, that operate very similarly. Um, and, and I'm sure that they have success stories and, and wonderful opportunities for kids. Um, when we approached how we were going to design MIPS, uh, we really were focused on what does a child need to be academically successful? Um, and we really felt the opportunity to have in-person opportunities was going to be critical. Um, one of the greatest fears of kids and parents as they come to a virtual environment is, will my, will my my son or daughter have any friends um, and I can tell you that the engagement opportunities the gaming clubs the the drop-in learning labs that we have um, have really given us an opportunity to reach out to our students our families engage them more and make them feel like they're part of a school mm -hmm. you know we call ourselves the neighborhood school online um, because 
you know, growing up, the way education's always been is you always went to the school that was in your backyard. Uh, times have changed quite often or quite a bit, and uh, we're we're definitely looking how can we still be that engagement, that family, that family village for students, um, so that you know if if there's something a child needs that we don't ac- have the expertise in, we've gone out to find partners to fill that void. So we truly want to be the full the full wraparound village, um, and that includes whether it's social-emotional needs with counselors from external partners or uh, just early college opportunities in areas that they probably wouldn't find in another school. Uh, even though it doesn't exist today, if child asks for it, we'll mo- most likely make it exist. I love that. And, you know, on that same thought, just a little little side note there. If I, I've been here for about a year, right? And when I joined, I think there were some 50-some employees. And I think at the end of this school year, it's going to be, you know, 90-something yep. or closer to 100. And pathways, opportunities like that you were talking about, I think have almost doubled, right? Oh, I had yeah. the opportunity to go to Cleary for state testing, which is something on its own, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but knowing that we will be there, that we're engaging communities all all throughout Michigan yeah. is amazing. Um, Without a doubt. So we, we've we looked at, we started with drop-in learning labs right from the beginning of our onset, um, and we were starting to put little labs in many communities. Uh, we're finding that we can be more impactful with kids if we have larger labs in the communities. Instead of many little ones, more of a, a mega lab kind of, for lack of better words, is saying that. And so this upcoming fall, we'll see that we have a, a great opportunity in Detroit on North Woodward at the uh, former Considine Center. Um, so we will we will have that drop-in learning lab. Uh, we'll be right on the campus of Cleary University moving forward. Uh, that's going to be called our Hive. Mm-hmm. That's our, our zone of innovation will be located on Cleary University's. Uh, we're putting in a fabrication laboratory there where kids will learn how to code and, and do digital Digital marketing, digital economics, you name it, they're going to be um, just learning things that you and I had never even thought we'd be teaching in a, in a high school level courses. Um, they're going to get college level opportunities in high school now. And so uh, we, we also have done a, a lab in Saginaw. It was open for four days before COVID hit. <laughs> um, and so we're, we're super excited to get that one back open. Uh, that community up there has embraced us really well. Um, and we're, we're really looking forward to serving them. Um, and, and today I'm going to make an announcement that uh, maybe not everybody will know. Uh, we just settled on a, a new lab in Davison, Michigan. Um, and so we will be moving our Ordonville location in, an, in the next year up to Davison and we'll be having a full robotics uh, lab in the basement Um, it's about a 24,000 square foot facility Mm -hmm. um, and we're going to design it for kids it'll be top to bottom designed for kids Um, and so we're hoping we just flood it we fill it with kids and and we just have amazing experiences for them I absolutely love that and I don't know why, but one thing that stuck out to me is that you're calling that that lab uh, the hive, you know, because it's just that theme, the the hexagon, right, of yeah. the, the bees and where the yellow jackets now, that's new and looking great in that Detroit lab, that gym, you know, Absolutely. having that yellow jacket on it. But. When we designed the, the honeycomb and the, that look, it was really about the way, you know, the bee community works together. They're workers mm-hmm. and they're a village, 
and the hive is the core of their village and we really wanted to develop the same family feel here where we're all working towards the same goal Mm -hmm. and that goal is to serve kids and students i mean academics is the core of our business but if a child is struggling with something that's preventing them from being academically successful we make partnerships to help kids get through those moments in life so that we can get them back to the academics our job is to get them ready for their next and we need to do that whether it means partnering with other organizations or trying to do and invent new things through MIPS but we will always try to tackle not the child for today but what that child needs for tomorrow I love that and I've seen that too this last year of you know our our special education department is huge yeah and um, we're we're adding social workers and resources for families that might be at risk and um, I love that and we're planting our um, our labs right in places that need that that absolutely so we we additionally formed a partnership last year with a with an organization called Wellspring Lutheran Services Um, and with their with their partnership we were able to open the very first recovery high school in Michigan Mm. and so any any student in the in the grades of you know nine through 12 plus up to age 22 we really have a school now for recovering students whether it's whether it's drugs alcohol or other substances um, when they're on their road for recovery sometimes being in the best atmosphere is with others that have been through it Um, and so now we're able to partner with them where they'll get the services the social emotional recovery services that they need we will partner along with them for the academics um, and really just serve kids and so additionally they have now with that partnership they're they're going to set up shop in our Detroit lab as well so that we have counselors, social workers on site every single day at the call, at the ready for any child that needs them immediately. That is wonderful. I would definitely put that in the category of what makes us extraordinary, yeah, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Um, and that kind of that kind of leads me into my other question that you touched on again a little bit, but um, how important do you think the opportunity of MIPS is to the students and families oh well we we hope we're we're that opportunity the opportunity for them um because you know our motto is don't blink because we'll change um and (laughs) and it happens quick and it happens fast um but it's because we're we're nimble and we're responsive to what students and parents need and so if if we don't have it today but it there's a need for it We'll work on trying to figure out how to incorporate it. Um, and so that that really is a different mindset than maybe traditional education has, has embraced. Mm. Um, they've been, this is how we do business and this is how we operate. We, we've taken the approach to throw it away and say, mm. what do children and parents need? That's what we need to deliver. I absolutely love that. And um, I know in the, the next few episodes, we, we have the opportunity to go into more specifics, right? We're going to talk about pathways, nice. about why our teachers are different, what the mentor role yeah. is here, how we are providing for struggling families, all those things. But um, this big picture gets at the, the core of what we do and why we do, right? To serve students in whatever way absolutely. is needed. So. 
Oh, sorry. You have so, one more thing. I was gonna just, <laughs> I was gonna piggyback on your structure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so every child that comes in here, they have their core teachers that teach their math or science, their electives. Um, we have a school of music that has just exploded as far as you know quality of what kids are experiencing in the curriculum, um, and every student also receives a mentor. And for us, that is, it's almost like a secret sauce <laughs> because. Students have teachers. And when I was a teacher, I had 40-some students that would come through my classroom. But rarely did I have individualized conversations to truly know what was going on in their lives and what they were struggling with. Well, every child gets a mentor that cares about those things, Mm -hmm. that wants to know, what are you struggling with at home? Is there anything we can do to help? Is there a food issue? Is there a clothing issue? Is there a housing issue that we can partner with somebody to help with those things? We have resources and we have made partnerships that allow us to do more than just the core. And the mentors are the child advocate that makes sure we're doing our job for the whole child and not just the core academic. Yeah, I love that. I, I'm a mentor, right? Yeah. So, so I, I'm right there too. And I can think of, you know, some of my favorite, some of the most powerful moments working here yeah. so far, has been meeting one on one as a mentor. You know, and just saying, yeah. "How's your last week been?" Right? Yep. Let's talk about Star Wars. Let's talk about the book that you're in. Yeah. How can we succeed? Right? Absolutely. What do you need from me? So, um. I love that. I'm excited over the next few months to kind of show the world what a lot of people don't know, right? As even as staff, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. someone on the the special ed side or the admin side doesn't always know what the mentor is doing and how amazing that is and how we're helping there. So um, that's been a a mm -hmm. extreme challenge of ours and it always (laughs) will be. How do we if we're able to move as we blink? then how do we keep make sure that 90 individuals are blinking at the same time um, <laughs> and that we're all caught up on what's going on? Um, and, and that's been a challenge. Um, we are definitely putting things in place to improve how we internal communications and our external communications because we want our staff and our current families and our future families to know what all the opportunities are because you, you could spend a day on our website and not get it all. So uh, we really, the mentors there to help the family decide where, what can I eliminate and what opportunities really fit in my bucket. Yeah. I love that. I love that. What, what, what are we going to call this? Right. Unique yeah. and extraordinary. There and we everything go. that you've said is unique yeah. and extraordinary because we, we do it well. We're, we're a passionate mm. bunch, right? Oh. As, we, as you said time and time again, you only hire passionate people. Only. So. We, we always say we hire character over competency. Obviously, competency is required. Yeah. But if you don't have character, you, you won't fit here well. Yeah. Um, because when we budget and we say this out loud and people look at us funny like nobody ever does that, we truly budget on what kids need. Mm. So when we make a list of what we need for the next year, and we just finished the budget season, and the board just approved next year's budget, it's all driven for kids Mm. and staff. We are a people business. We need good people. End of story. We cannot carry out our mission without the amazing people that work here. 
I love that. Now I'm going to put you on the spot. Speaking okay. of passionate and amazing people, right? I, I want to end every podcast that we do here with a segment mm. inspired by you okay. um, because every staff meeting, right? Our superintendent yeah. leads every staff meeting we do, right? Yeah. Whether it's 8 a.m. Uh, on a Wednesday morning or, you know, 2 p.m. on a Friday, right? Yeah. Drew's there. And uh, every time he starts out, you know, he says, uh, I want to hear two or three wins, yeah. right? And sometimes these wins are academic successes mm-hmm. that we are surprised or, or didn't expect to yeah. see. Some of them are, you know, connections or communication with the student, right? Like yeah. we bonded over Star Wars today. That's yeah. that's something. And, and even sometimes it's um, overcoming personal obstacles as a staff or, or seeing a family overcome that. So Drew, yeah. um, do you have a win to share with us today? I, I do, and, and it's actually going to encompass four kids. Mm-hmm. And so we just had the opportunity to finish graduation. Um, thank you to Little Rock Baptist Church for hosting us. Uh, we had an amazing time. Our student speaker that night spoke to us about how MIPS, in, in her words, really kind of saved her life. Mm. She was horribly bullied in her in her classes and in in her school and her she had made a final call to her mom saying pick me up i'm not going back here ever again um and she was able to find mips connect with her mentor and then connect with other kids she was able to share that story at our graduation and as we were wrapping up graduation and and heading out to the parking lot i had three separate moms come to me And pull me to the side and thank me for what that young lady shared. Because they, all three independently said, my kid was in the same spot. Mm. They were, out of the four kids I'm talking about, two of them had attempted to hurt themselves in the past. Mm. And all four were at the graduation ceremony. And they all four had smiles and were encouraged for what was next in their lives. One of them even graduated a year early. And so if they know that they belong, they're loved, and that we're going to do everything for them, the bullying stuff just goes away. And we absolutely will do that for every kid. Well, that's, you know, that's going to bring, bring tears to eyes right there. And that's, uh, that's why we do what we do. Absolutely. Right? We'll absolutely. say it all episode of Extraordinary, of there's nothing more worth your time, right, than, than bringing someone out of that so absolutely and that's, that's a win <laughs> that is a massive win um and you know we, we go from those wins to kids on the usa hockey team that are being drafted by the nhl hmm. i mean those are wins we had four kids drafted this year so wow i mean it there's there's the spectrum of wins are are plentiful and and we get to see them every day i i wish i got to hear them all yeah. But the mentors, you know, you guys live them every single day, and yeah. and you get those victories every day, and that's really what keeps the keeps the machine moving in the right direction. Wow, I love this. How how uplifting is this going to be? Right, we're going to have so. to make this mandatory listening for for everyone on staff. Right, <laughs> I sure hope so because you know they get me going, and I I definitely have a lot to say, but I it's all because I feel like we're called to serve, and yeah. and I'm I'm here to answer that call and do everything I can to do that. Wow. I love that. Well, Drew, I think that's a great place to stop. I want to want to thank you again, not only for for all that you do, but taking some time out of your day to come and um, talk with a relatively fresh uh, mentor here, right? Getting getting this going, but. Um, 
Well, thank, thank you so much for your time, and I appreciate what you guys are doing for this. Um, and to our staff and students, uh, just keep it up. You guys are amazing, and I, I love everything that's going on. Um, we just always remember that we serve. We serve our families. We serve our kids. Um, and as long as we never forget that, we will always stay on mission. I love that. Well, thanks again, Drew. Thank you. If you're interested in enrollment, or you just want to get to know us and what we do a little bit better, head over to our website at miprepschool.org. That's miprepschool.org. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We will talk to you soon.